0: Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. It is February 9th, about 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm here as always with my good buddy Tim McLeod, and we are talking top 100 prospects, Tim.
3: Yes, we are, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: How's life?
3: Life is, life is good. It's actually hovering around the freezing mark uh, wow. this morning. 32, that's almost balmy for this neck of the woods. Uh, you know what I've really noticed, though, in the past while, and, and I'm loving it, is the fact that when you, when you get into December, like the sun comes up at 8, the sun sets here by, you know, 20 after 4. Wow. Well, you know, it was quarter after 5, 20 after 5 last night, and I'm looking outside, and it's still daylight. And I'm thinking, yes, that is a good sign. I like when the days start getting longer. I really do. It makes it, it just sort of brightens, brightens up my world a little bit. The darkness of December as it starts moving forward into spring.
0: Uh, looking at spring training countdown, four days, 14 hours, 52 minutes, 19 seconds, 18 seconds. Uh, Tim, four days.
3: Yes, and I'm looking at uh, less than two weeks to labor. Wow so yeah, so I'm uh, I, I'm moving forward and I drew the number two slot
0: oh wow cool yeah
3: yeah it's it's sort of a ritual in labor Steve Steve Gardner always gives me a hard time and I always seem to draw one of the top three spots. I've been in the league this will be my sixth year and I don't think other than one year I haven't been first second or third usually first or second so the trend continues this year so i sit back and wait wait to see uh who's picked at number one and go from there
0: make it count mcleod make it count mm-hmm. i am uh, i'm less than a month away from spring training timmy i'm going oop, uh, oop. we're going for a week so looking forward nice. to it uh early lori's got something at the end of march i've got jury duty uh, oh. I've just found out the week before that. So we're going the week of the six. So uh, oh, okay. nice. Going to go catch a Tampa Bay Rays against the Toronto Blue Jays in Tropicana Field. I've never been to Tropicana oh. Field. So oh, okay. going to cross it off the bucket list because one day that that uh, stadium might not be there. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> Or it might be there with nothing in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, yeah. that'll be on the yeah. 9th. If anybody is interested, uh, come by and say hello. Yeah. And uh, I think we're down Sounds watching cool. the Baltimore Orioles for my lovely wife, her team, on the 8th. So those are uh, a couple of the games we're going to watch. it will be backfields and all kinds of other stuff. But that's looking forward to it. Tim, I haven't been to spring training in four or five years.
3: Well, yeah, you're driving, I assume.
0: Oh, yeah, Timmy, it's too expensive it's to right. fly. <laughs> yeah, it's right next
3: door. It's right next door to you, uh, too, really. It's
0: nine hours, so I don't know if yeah. it's right next door, but it's nine hours. A
3: day's drive, yeah.
0: It's well, nine. yeah, two days' drive, but yeah, we're just going to stop in St. Augustine, which is oh. uh, like an old city, so we're mm-hmm. going to do that and uh, have, some, okay. have a nice supper, as you would say there, and then get yeah. up and head on down to Tampa.
3: Ah, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, you're retired. There's no point... There's no point in rushing, right?
0: Yeah, tomorrow we have to rush. We're going up to, uh, it's Jax's first birthday, believe it or not, Tim, on Saturday. So yes. we're flying up to New Jersey tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. flight. Ugh, Ugh. means we're getting up at 3.30 in the morning. That's not good. But uh,
3: No, it's going to be, uh, tomorrow night will be a short night for you, I'm assuming.
0: It <laughs> but, will indeed. Timmy, yeah. let's talk Top 100. I'm turning yeah. it over to you. Uh, the list has been up for, well, at least 24 hours. It's, uh, you've had it for quite a while. I've yeah. done a podcast where I've just run through the names and pretty much read the descriptions. But this is right. going to be the analysis and whatever crazy kind of questions Tim has, I'm going to try to answer them.
3: Well, yeah, and I, I like the idea we discussed prior to going on the air. We're going to do it in blocks of twenty-five, and sort of sort of ramble all over the place. Uh, one thing that uh, I would like to know, and I think our listeners would like to know, before we get rolling, is uh, what when it, it came to identifying your process this year, okay, and looking at that top one hundred. How much weight did you put into the changes that we're seeing in the game per se, with prospects being called up earlier? Well, what was your What was your overall process? And of course, uh, you know it's a top one hundred, but it, I am curious as to some of the players who didn't make the, the cut and how close they were. So, if uh, you want to expand on that, I, I mean, did we can get not.
0: Rolling. I didn't give any. Uh... First time I thought about it was when you said any uh, kind of weight to rules changes or players coming up a little earlier, teams being more aggressive with bringing having September call-ups. I didn't really do that. I, I, but in hindsight, if I think about it, some players just because I know they're ready, they've seen the major leagues. Obviously, Gunnar Henderson and Corbin Carroll. They feel like a really solid one-two-two-one. However, you—I mean, people have read it. Everybody knows that those guys are top of the heap. I'm—I'm as confident about those two players being at the top than I ever have been. Because Tim, they did it for a month and did not look lost. In a Gunnar Henderson's case, thrived. So. So that yeah, I,
3: it's yeah that uh yeah I I agree with you there. The 1 2 is a very easy one this year. It's just how you decide you
0: want But wanna... but with confidence. I mean sometimes yeah. you put a 1 there and you're say, "Well, there's still some projection left. Is he going to this is like these are these are guys that are going to make it." <laughs> so I feel yeah, yeah I feel they're
3: I'm... they're ready and it's and we've seen enough to say that they're ready.
0: But in terms of I will tell you, I I thought I had the data here and I I, I don't, but uh, I, 75%, I think it's actually, there's 26 pitchers, Tim. Uh, So there's 75 yeah, okay. positional players. Uh, So I have started to put my money where my mouth is and basically yeah. put uh, positional players much higher ranked. If you take a look, there's nine out of the top 10 are positional players and only a handful of pitchers in the top 25. I've just, uh, over the course of time, have decided I just... I'm leery of putting pitchers really high because they get hurt, they underperform. It just takes them longer to get into a groove. Yep. And then you got Spencer Strider, who was ranked what 80th last year. <laughs> I mean, it was the yeah, best it's... pitcher coming out of the minor leagues last year. So it, it, it's it, it's one of those. So that's yeah. You got
3: to you got to get a dartboard out. your a magic eight ball. In a lot of cases, because pitchers emerge from nowhere. And, you don't, you and there's so much that. volatility,
0: Tim, right. with the injuries and just it's, it's hard. It's hard to pitch at the major league level.
3: Yeah. And you look at the 26 that you have on your list this year. And of that 26, 20 of them might not be on the list next year because they might get called up this year. And, you know what I mean, or struggle or whatever. You know, it, like you said, the volatility is definitely
0: there. And I don't have a ton of young pitchers. Most of these pitchers are in double A and above. Yeah. So, yes, I noticed uh, that. Yeah. 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 And uh, there, there's some wild cards like Kumar Rocker. We can talk about him at nauseam. I, yeah. just, I just don't know, you know. So then you ask the question, who's at 101? So I don't yeah, have a it, 101. I, I'll give you some yeah. players that... Uh that I just missed. Uh Royce okay. Lewis just missed. Right. Uh Kate Cavili uh miss uh Jackson Job just missed Drew Romo the catcher just missed Joey Weimer, okay. um, right. Dalton Rushing, the catcher from uh the Los Angeles Dodgers because he's right. a Dodgers, Tim and Todger, and what do we do? We draft all the Dodgers. We don't even ask any questions. <laughs> That's just what we do success Uh,
3: rate it speaks for itself doesn't it exactly
0: right (laughs) so some of those players some more pitchers that you see down in that uh in that that phylum down there ken waldichuk kind of made a first uh uh, a first cut and so did brock porter uh made a you know was some consideration but i thought that was a bit too aggressive uh wilmer flores uh the other wilmer flores uh was there not the third baseman First baseman, second baseman, yeah. So some, some, yes, yeah. yeah. So those are some Jack Eater. I see his name in there as well. So uh,
3: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does this year. He was pitching so well before the Tommy John. He really was.
0: He he was. He was <laughs> way the amount of Miami Marlins pitchers that went down with major injuries huh. is uh, is really really. Uh, I don't know what the right word is. Disappointing, uh, stark. I don't know what the right word is, but it was uh, wow.
3: Yeah, you could write a book on it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So so those are some just missed guys. Uh, You'll see the last three guys I really shoved up in there, Timmy. They were young kids. Uh, Bryce Miller, which is one of the guys I heard a lot of really positive things after I ranked him like number five, I think, in the Mariners organization. Two people Mm -hmm. reached out to me and said, no, 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 you're missing it, Wilson. Uh, And then, of course, I love Jarlin Susana, the kid that was part of the – the, Padres deal, uh, right. Yeah, Padres deal. And then my buddy, Edward uh, Julian. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Timmy. I have well, no idea where he's going to play. I just like yeah. him. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, yeah, that,
3: that that's fair enough. Yeah. I, you know, the kids definitely show some serious uh, skills. Uh, I was uh, I was intrigued by the fact that you've got corner uh, Connor Norby at ninety six. And then looking up the board a little bit, you've got Jordan Westberg at 81. Most people seem to be looking at Norby in a, in a better light than Westberg, per se. But I like what you've done there.
0: I think Westberg's got the better overall skills. I mean, he's a little bit more exciting from a fantasy standpoint than Norby. Right. I mean, Norby might be the better hitter. Um but it's it's a lot of doubles power is not turned into home run pop yet. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Norby is probably relegated to second base and um uh oh the uh, oh and I just lost the name Timmy, I apologize. Westberg Westberg is is more athletic, can play short, can't play second, can't play third, could probably go on the outfield. It just gives him a better shot at uh establishing himself in the major leagues.
3: Right. Fair enough. At 84, you got Michael Bush. He's going to be 26 this year. Something's got to happen soon there, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of these players. That he's a Dodger, so he he gets a little bit more of a push. Uh, and I could have swore I had him on a dynasty league. And I, I look for my I don't know what happened to him, Tim. Uh, right. But uh, he is a uh, he's got plus power. He there's yeah. no speed. He's kind of stuck at second base. So there's a limited window, and I, I think we see him this season. I think he'll be pretty good. He struck out way more than he had in the past this past year. But he's a guy, you know, in the 40s, Timmy, in a draft and hold league. Yeah, take a, take a flyer on it.
3: Yeah, right now it looks like they've got Miguel Vargas penciled into second base.
0: Vargas is he, the better player, yes.
3: And he can't play shortstop, can he?
0: No. Bush can't so, play shortstop either.
3: Yeah, so it, it's we got a uh, we you know his path right now with JD Martinez at DH his path is Miguel Vargas struggling right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Somebody gets injured, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, and that's why you know going back to Westberg versus Norby, there you go. So mm-hmm. Norby has got Norby's got one path, and yeah. Westberg's got a bunch of paths. So if you're prospecting, if you will, who do you, where do you put place your bet? You place it on the guy that's got a, a little bit easier path to get there.
3: Yeah, so. S- sounds fair. D.L. Hall, uh, he's not going to be on this list next year, is he? One no, one or the I, other.
0: I, look, I never give up on guys that are hard, who are yeah. athletic. I just do not. But I, this is the season that I think they move him to the bullpen, Timmy. We'll see what happens. I know they love his arm. But as good as the Orioles have been with positional players, mm-hmm. besides Grayson Rodriguez and maybe D.L. Hall, tell me another Oriole pitcher in the minor leagues.
3: Uh, uh, Jill and Bundy.
0: Yeah. I mean, you just can't. I mean, they they have yeah. – I mean, I don't know if they're doing the let's develop positional players and then we'll trade for and or yeah. sign in free agent agency, the uh, pitchers. Because remember, Grayson Rodriguez was not – the current administration guy, he was drafted in the, the previous administration. So,
3: right. Yeah, no, it's, that might be the path much like the Rangers.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, the yeah, Rangers no. have lighter and, and, uh, and, and Kumar rocker. So,
3: yeah, They've got a couple arms there, but they, they spent a bundle bringing in, bringing in some pitchers this year, too.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, going. Yep, yeah, that's correct. But I don't know if the Orioles have got that kind of scratch. So, And pitchers are really expensive in, in the free agent market. But those guys are smart, Timmy, and I like what they're doing. Uh, they're going to have a really good uh, baseball team over the next couple of years.
3: Yeah, I, I guess Ryan Pepe sort of falls into the same category as D.L. Hall.
0: Um, If he could just throw more strikes, yeah. uh, yeah. But who do you trust, Tim? Ryan, the Dodgers to develop Ryan Pepio into a number three starter or the Orioles to develop D.L. Hall into a number three starter?
3: That's a no-brainer to me. Exactly. Yeah. The only problem in Dodger land is the Dodgers have a whole bunch of number threes in there, don't they?
0: <laughs> Potential,
3: cr- you know, when you look at Stone and Miller, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options in L.A.,
0: yeah, they're gonna need them, Tim, because at yeah. of stone, Miller and Pepio, one of them's not going to make it. One of them's not going to achieve their um lofty status and one okay. of them will probably meet it if not uh exceed it. So, and it right. could be Pepio. I mean, it's yeah. it's even though Miller's got all of the right stuff uh and Stone looks great. You just yeah. never know.
3: Right. I I love I love James Outman making your
0: list. I yeah, did that I, for I, you.
3: And, uh, and I appreciate that. You know, it, he had himself a pretty good season last year. And who knows whether or not he's going to win the job outright. It'll be a platoon, whatever. I'm just happy at 20. he's getting a shot because I think he's earned it. And I think the Dodgers recognize that. He could be a very, very good player, especially in redraft leagues this year.
0: Well, he's on the right side of the platoon at a minimum. So, uh, yeah. Uh, he had a great season, Timmy. That's 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 the bottom line. So,
3: yeah. And I'm glad you recognize him. Oscar Colas. Uh, he's got a chance to win the job out of spring. If he wins the job out of spring, you're about, uh, you're moving him up a little bit, I would assume.
0: On oh, this list, probably not. I mean, I think. Uh,
3: oh, not per se on this list, but I mean, like in redraft leagues. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, I. He should definitely be drafted at this point. I mean, with uh, what. First of all, his age, what he yeah. was able to do in the minor leagues, and um, now the opportunity that he has. Antonio Larusso is no longer there. It's it's there's it's a good setup, Timmy. Now whether yeah. he takes advantage of it, time will tell. But yeah. I, you, you got to like the setup. And that's all you can. That that's all you do in this game is you try to figure out what are the right setups for success, and then you you yeah. take them. <laughs> right. So there's no guarantees.
3: No, there's definitely no guarantees. I was rather impressed with what he did last year, especially being out of baseball for two years, uh-huh. which he basically didn't play for two years. So I, I was impressed with Kolas. Uh Moving, moving up the list.
0: Uh, Are we going to debate him? Josh Young? Is he a star or not a star? You want to go? To, you want to do that again? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Jay Young is there. That's right. Jay Shung is brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: If we got to go a little higher, then we'll have our debate again. (laughs) Zach Zach Nito, uh, 82, moving him up, uh, moving up your list quickly, considering he was a draft pick last year, wasn't he?
0: Look, he's – Timmy, he started in double-A, did not look lost. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's – He's going to hit, like a lot of yeah. these guys in, in uh, these Dynasty League supplemental drafts. There's a lot of sameness to him, guys that can hit maybe some power down the road and limited speed. Um, right. uh, Nito is not a burner. He's got a little bit of speed and a little bit of power. So he could be like a 10 to 15 home run guy, 10 to 15 stolen base guy that can hit. Interesting, right? And yeah. That's Tyro
3: Estrada type player.
0: That's right. And who's yes. who's blocking him in in Los Angeles?
3: Yeah, Brandon Drury? Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, nobody's yeah. really blocking him at 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 short. I mean, Rahifo maybe. I think he's mm-hmm. probably more of a second baseman and anyway, Nito's a good shortstop. Uh so I I think if you go read the information, you'll see that uh his ETA could be this season. So, it's a very very interesting guy.
3: Right. Do we see Emerson Hancock this year? And for how many innings? What are your thoughts?
0: I, I think it's going to depend on health. Um, yeah. I I think there's a better shot at uh, at seeing Bryce Miller. Uh, huh, okay. I think there's some cool. concern with Emerson Hancock. I think there's more of a push that maybe he goes and pitches out of the bullpen. So, But, I mean, look, it's good stuff. It was a high draft pick. Uh, they're still very excited about the kid. You know, people should be continue to be excited about the kid, but I mean, he's got to stay healthy. and He's just not been able to do that.
3: Fair enough. When I look at uh, the Jack Lighter, okay, you've got him. You've got him in at eighty-eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we look at Coomer Rocker. And he is way, way up the list. Uh, is there. I, I'm no, he's at
0: 73. I don't know if that's way, way up the list.
3: Okay, I thought he was higher oh. than that. My bad. Uh, yeah, okay. Forget Forget about that one, obviously. Well,
0: t- tell me what you were going to ask. Do I like I Rocker that say, much I, more? I was
3: looking. Yeah, I mean, do, you, do you like Rocker that much more after our discussion last week, or is it. You know, or is it just the fact that Leiter's got to do something soon?
0: Lighter pitched poorly, Tim. Really, yes. really poorly last year in A. Did the yeah. Rangers rush him? Probably. Yeah. Um, is he better than what he showed? Probably. Right. Kuma Rocker, we got the whole injury question sitting out there. Right. But I'm telling you, Timmy, when you see him pitch, you're going to go, wowie. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the guy I want. He can, yeah. he's, he's good. <laughs> so. Yeah,
3: yeah I know. I've, I've watched plenty of tape. I've never seen him live, but I've seen plenty of tape. And yeah, it, yeah, it's, that's who you want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, he, he's more athletic. He's, he's bigger, stronger Strong, than yeah. Jack Leiter. I mean, you know, and Jack Leiter was supposed to be more of the polished pitcher that, you know, could throw strikes and he right. couldn't in double a that's a that's a problem it's a red flag so i don't know
3: yeah Uh, looking at uh kyle manzardo in tampa bay uh there's a pretty fair avenue for him to get at bats fairly quickly isn't there
0: yeah i just want everybody to realize that this is not a this is a hit guy not a power guy Okay. This is a guy with more of a, a flat swing, more of a line drive swing. It's a Ray. So, I mean, it's it's yeah. not a guy that's going to be going up and doing a Reese Hoskins yoking 35 home runs a year. It's mm-hmm. more of a 20 home run pop guy that might hit 300. So just know that. Know there's some split potential, some split issues there as well. But he's a okay. really good prospect and a and a chance, I think, to be a full-time regular, which is... Not easy to say with the Tampa Bay Rays.
3: No, it it definitely isn't, uh, Rich. No, it definitely isn't. Okay, that's pretty well all I wanted to cover from the the back twenty-five. Time to take a break and then head back and look at uh, fifty to seventy-five.
0: Yeah, and I will tell you the one guy that you should have talked to me about.
3: I've got to find him. Oh, Benny Montgomery, Alex.
0: <laughs> <Rogers>. <laughs> Which
3: one is <laughs> Mick Abel? Huh? <laughs>
1: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Which guy should Tim have asked me about? Uh, it's 76, right? We went 76 through 100? Right. Hmm. Uh, you, yeah. Chase Young, I think, is a carbon copy of his brother. That'd be interesting okay. to see who becomes the better player. Right. Um, and, and Jet Williams, I'll, I'll, let me yeah. call him out. Matt, okay. if he was bigger, Tim, mm-hmm. he'd be getting a lot more buzz. But at five foot eight, I mean, there's some um, Cedric Mullins comp, the good and bad Cedric Mullins comp. But right. it's plenty of tools. It looks like he's going to be able to hit. He's a guy that I'm really excited to see what he can do in his debut
3: okay, fair, fair, fair enough. Does the fact that he plays on the Mets downshift him a little bit in your opinion?
0: Uh I think the Mets have done a pretty good job at developing guys. No, uh, uh-uh. okay. Look, I, I don't, I don't worry about a guy in Low A in terms of right. playing time. And the fact they have stars, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, if the kid can play, right, they're they're going to figure it out. Trade him. yeah, probably trade him. or. Right. Get rid of some one of their aging vets. I I just do not believe that stars are gonna be kept down in the minor leagues. I can't remember the last impact performer that got stuck.
3: Fair enough. And with that we had to break.
0: No, we just went to a break, Tim. We're at the
3: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I missed yeah. a break. <laughs> yeah, you talked right through it. So, oh, but, but thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> so, uh, yep, we're at, we're at the uh, second block, Tim.
3: Okay, it's a good good thing I have you around to provide direction. <laughs> I need it today. <laughs> you
0: know,
3: it, it's funny. When I, when I look at that second block, and sitting at 75 is Alex Ramirez. Yeah. And I'm going to go a little bit off here. Every time I see Alex Ramirez, I think of Japan. And the fact, well, because Alex Ramirez uh, was just voted into the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame.
0: Wow. I did not know that.
3: Yes, uh, had had him, had himself a pretty amazing career in Japan, including Zero. managing. So point. Uh, Zero. I digress a little bit. Let's get back on track. With the,
0: <laughs> I like Alex Ramirez, deep. by the way, really tooled up guy. I think yeah. he's going to start to get a lot of helium, I believe this year. So uh, if he's somehow available, I picked him up off the waiver wire in one of our dynasty leagues sometime last season when I was just trolling through looking at who was out there. And uh, got really excited and grabbed them.
3: Cool. Uh, looking at the looking at the Cardinals, I, I see a couple of Cardinals starting pitchers uh, uh, in this block of players, and one being Jenkins and the other being Gordon Grisifo. Uh I don't know. I, I looked. At, are the Cardinals possibly... Are they being too cautious with Tink Hens? I, I know. I saw him in Arizona, and he didn't pitch much, and it was very controlled, and he didn't pitch all that much last year, I don't believe. Uh, obviously, Grisifo was going to get the first opportunity, definitely, above Hence, but it just sort of concerned me when I saw the way that the Cards were handling him, and maybe it's just me, but...
0: Uh, well, I was look, a bit concerned. I... Look, the Cardinals have a very good front office and a very good development process. The fact that uh, they were careful with uh, 10 hints I think is uh, probably appropriate. It's a young kid that uh, they did not want to put a lot of innings on his, uh, on his arm. I think that will be alleviated this year. I think you'll see him working deeper into games, just pitching more. And it's a talent, okay. Tim. I mean, there's very little control at the moment, so there's definitely reliever risk there. Right. But uh, I mean, look. At sometimes, I mean, we can question it, and we should as analysts. And I would right. question anything with the with the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Colorado Rockies and <laughs> well, all that. Yeah, but when yeah. you get an organization that has proven time and time again. You know, with, with guys like Donovan and, you know, these, these guys that, like, who? <laughs> like, and also yeah. they come up and contribute. I mean, at some point you got to call it the way it is, and the mm. Cardinals have a very good idea of what they're doing. So if they want to mm. move Tinkens a little uh, slower along, okay. Uh, yeah. Gordon Cresiva, if they feel like, hey, this guy's a big boy, let's throw him out there. And see mm-hmm. what he does and all of a sudden he just breaks out and let's move him up to the major leagues and I'm all in. So I think both of those guys, I think we see Gracifo this year and I think he's pretty good. Okay.
3: How? By the is, way, I uh, yeah.
0: somebody offered uh in one of our dynasty leagues, um right. the closer Barlow, the closer in Kansas City.
3: Yeah, the guy who's now battling with the role as Chapman right. saves and gently move Chapman to right. deadline. Something like that. That guy
0: he, he won it. Diego Cortella for straight all? for, yeah, straight up for, I'm like, come on. And I said, what about Gordon Cresifo? And he, he rejected me. And I think I'm like, really? Wow. I, okay. I was,
3: would, I, would
0: I, I was shocked. Timmy. I thought it was more than generous to get a guy who's good. I mean, there's no question yeah. that he's right. good. This is a draft. This is a save and, and hold league as well. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, yeah. closers who's, I, I don't think, I think there's some risk. I don't think there's a lot of risk, but I thought it was a good deal, and he turned me down just flatly. I'm like, wow, okay. Maybe I'm overestimating this, <laughs> but...
3: Well, you you know what? When you're looking at the uh, the implications of Chapman, et cetera, it, yeah, I, I think it's a good offer. It's yeah. not like Barlow's an elite closer.
0: Yeah, you're not getting, Cartai, yeah. anybody close to that. I mean, it's just, you're not going to no. get an elite prospect. I mean, that, that's yeah. just crazy so
3: now if you're talking about class a
0: sure of course absolutely
3: with diaz now now you're looking at a whole different kettle of fish
0: aren't you that, exactly so it is funny how people yeah. like evaluate players Receive. and like wow okay well continue to <laughs> try to get that i'll yes. be impressed if you if you pull a top 25 prospect for him
3: yes at number 71 we have a 0.0 player yeah. and i love it I, I, I appreciate you putting the uh, crossover players in this year, Richard.
0: Look, I mean, look, I don't know a ton about Yoshida. I listen to you. I listen to everybody else. I'm sure he's being overhyped because he's fresh meat. I get it all. But here's the bottom line to me. It looks like the guy's going to hit. He's yes. playing. He looks like he'll pepper the 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 you know and boss into the the wall and there's gonna be a monster there's gonna be a lot of doubles with high average to score a lot of runs i mean i think Mm -hmm. i like the setup and Mm -hmm. look is he a superstar would i rather have some of the guys after him uh Mm -hmm. for longer term yeah but look it's it's a guy that's going to play this year and Mm -hmm. if you're if you're drafting the back half of a um Dynasty League Supplemental Draft, I think it's a guy that you got to consider.
3: Well, yeah, you know, uh, again, how many players in that first-year player draft are going to contribute this year? And I think that has to weigh into it. Yeah, Hey, they're, they're, there's bullpen arms that are going to be available in first-year player drafts. Where How do they fit in? They're, you know, they're, they're not top 100 prospects, but at the same point in time, uh, if you're a contending team, you've really got to focus on some of those players and give them a good look.
0: Yep. I mean, look, Alex Ramirez is 75 or uh, Yoshida at 71. I mean, who do I like longer term? I, I like Alex Ramirez more longer right. term. But the next three years is going to yeah. give Yoshida's Yoshida going to get a huge head start. <laughs> <Right? So. laughs>
3: yeah, he's, gonna, he's going to get... Uh, Assuming health, he's going to get 50, fifteen, sixteen hundred plate appearances in there at least, right? That's that's, that's a right. big head start, yeah. That's,
0: that's a big head start, and we're playing a dynasty league. You don't know how long they're going to last. You don't know how long you're going to last in them. So yeah. that you have to kind of pull all that stuff together. So, look, I I I have no idea about Yoshida. I'm just looking at the setup. I'm listening to you and others. I'm going, okay, yeah, yeah he should be yeah. drafted. He should be on the top one hundred list. Yep,
3: yep. definitely. Uh, I love the fact you got Dustin Harris in there. I think his path to the majors is not going to be overly tough. And I I think we're going to see him this year. And I think he's going to be a very good player. So I'm glad to see him at 67.
0: I agree. I think he's going to be a very good player. And I think he's underappreciated in prospect circles.
3: Cool. 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 Uh Quinn Priester. I, I had to check his age because it seems like we've been talking about him forever. But he's not that old. He's only twenty two.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know.
3: Yeah. Um, it, has his the luster sort of worn off and, and creating an opportunity for us fantasy players?
0: Look, I, I want to sound like a broken record. At some point I'll just mm. stop. Tim, he plays for the Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates, so yes, the luster <laughs> is off. Right. Am I worried that he's going to wind up like uh, Mitch Keller? Yes, um, that's fair, fair concern. I, I mean, I you know, I, I look. I've seen the guy pitch. He looks pretty good. He looks like he yeah. could be a mid-rotation starter, maybe more. I, I I like him. Am I worried? Yeah, you have to be, Tim. I mean, yeah. it, he's been out there. He hasn't put together a drop, mic kind of year where it right. just everything kind of comes together and you go boom this guy is awesome and i'd love to see that but it hasn't happened yet
3: fair enough at 55 you've got estuary ruiz closer to five or 50 stolen bases for <laughs> ruiz this year
0: Ah, oh, um i think closer to 50
3: good good i i, I I uh, uh, you have to like where he's playing. He could there couldn't be a better opportunity if he doesn't take advantage of it now. Uh, there's a problem.
0: A this is problem. absolutely. I'm going to say it again. I feel like a broken record. This is yeah. absolutely the year to roster Estuary Ruiz. Right. He's got yeah. the opportunity. We think mm-hmm. he's good. We're not sure. Most people mm-hmm. don't think he's good because he's going really late in drafts. This is the time to own it. He doesn't cost you anything. And That's right. the upside is significant. From the speed, and, of, I know he's going to yeah. steal bases, Timmy. He's proven he can steal bases. Yeah. He's he's going to be in the top 10 speed guys in Major League Baseball as soon as he comes mm-hmm. in. He's a good defender. Mm-hmm. They're going to give him a couple, three months, I believe, and then we'll see. But he yeah. might steal you 12, 15 bases by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at 54,
3: you've got a player that has been a little bit off my radar, but the more I look at him, he really should. And i got to spend more time in Minnesota, and they're right next right next door to me. Emmanuel Rodriguez, the uh, kid's got some serious skills, doesn't he?
0: He is uh, a walk machine. He did get hurt, uh, which was disappointing, but he got off to a really strong uh, gear where he's walking 20% of the time and yeah. big-time power, looks like he can hit. I mean, he might be a little passive at the plate, but I think as he moves up to the upper minor leagues, uh, I've not had a chance to see him play, but he's one of the guys I've been following since they acquired him as an international free agent. And I've talked to people who've actually laid eyes on him and, and the, the power is real, and they believe that the kid's going to hit. So you see a guy that can hit, you think of big-time power, you think of Jordan Alvarez. So that's that's what you get excited about. <laughs>
3: Uh, undoubtedly uh at 52 you've got evan carter uh man, this kid this kid's got a great future doesn't he
0: uh I, I love evan carter i mean i i got josh young uh ranked a little higher but evan carter's got the higher upside and it's it's significant right this is a guy that can can really fly there's not a ton of power it's more uh, you know, 12 to 15 type of home run pop as he matures, gets some loft in the swing. you can see him hit more home runs, but he can really hit as well. So it's an exciting profile and a guy that just does not get talked about enough.
3: Could he be a top 10 prospect heading into 2024?
0: I think so, because uh, you're going to – first of all, you're going to see a lot of guys just uh, graduating as we right. get – I mean, you, you've seen it, Tim. You've seen the list already. There's a ton of guys at the top of the list that are going to graduate, and I think yes. Evan Carter's just going to keep rising in this list, and I think he'll be kind of one of the big players that people are talking about, the Futures game in July, and you know, I think he's going to come into his own this year.
3: Yeah, you've got uh, you got a slew of catchers all clumped together, uh, starting at 58 through 60. Harry Ford, Kevin Parada, and Logan O'Hoppe. Obviously, you want O'Hoppe for this year, okay, because it looks like he's got a, a great chance at getting the bulk of the playing time at catcher for Anaheim, but looking long-term, you've you've got them third of the three on your list. Not that it makes much difference. What's you know, one position. Yeah. They're basically in one clump of those three. If you have a choice to make today, who are you, who are you going to take just one of the three?
0: Uh, It depends on how you like to play the game. Uh, Okay. Uh, If you want the home run here and the guy that has a chance to be a top three catcher, It's Harry Ford because of the speed. I mean, he's not a burner, but, I mean, he will steal your bases. It looks like he can hit, and there's some pop there. So if you're talking who's got the highest floor, it's Kevin Parada, guy that maybe be able to stay a catcher, but it looks like he's going to hit. He's always hit, and uh, it looks like he is kind of that player. If you want the guy in the middle that is – there's – there's significant ceiling still there because he he is athletic. He's not void of speed. He looks like he's going to hit with some pop. It's mm-hmm. Logan Ohapi. So, you know, if if you would probably take Logan Ohapi because he's the closest to the major leagues and there's some ceiling there, somebody who is rebuilding might take Harry Ford just because mm-hmm. in five years he could be the guy that you want to draft first. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Parada could be you know, a poor man's Adley Rutschman, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, it's just a guy that is just really good. And yeah. you know what I mean? So that, I think it just depends on how you want to play it.
3: Okay. Yeah. And you pair Parada up with Alvarez. That's a pretty good one too, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I think both of those guys together, Parada's got the more likely opportunity to stay at catcher. I, mm-hmm. I I've seen um, Francisco Alvarez catch. He's Okay. I just think with a you know a team that's built around all stars are they going to give they going to give a uh, the catching job to a kid under twenty five who's just an average catcher I just don't know Tim I don't know mm. Yeah that
3: that makes sense because I I think when you start looking at the Mets they're always going to have or should always have a fairly high end pitching staff right veteran staff how uh, I- you know. I think
0: as long as they have got current current ownership, who is doesn't care about spending money, so uh, and if you're a Mets fan, you you got to love it. So, yeah, why not have an all star catcher back there who's got the defensive chops of Yadier and Molina? I mean, that's that's what you would think you'd want.
3: I guess it's fair to say. Please, can we have some health for Brennan Davis this year?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I, he, I, I saw him in the fall league he looked, he looked fine in the fall league and apparently after I left he got hurt and left so yeah back back tightness more back tightness and again the back, problem, yeah. again, uh, you know, the back issue he did not have a disectomy right which is where sure. they shaved down the disc it was more of right. a, a, a vein problem in his back was my understanding so, so hopefully it's not a structural problem with his back and this, this is something he can work through but I, I don't know Tammy it's, it's disconcerting But there's a lot of talent there. I think he's just about ready. I'm assuming he's going to be very rusty. Mm -hmm. But uh, give him a half a season and we might see him.
3: Gavin Stone. Are we going to see him in the bigs this year? What do you think?
0: Uh, Let's see. Let me click on his name and see what level did he make it up to. Gavin Stone, triple A. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes
3: draft and draft and hold leagues beat after pick for 40. Does that seem reasonable?
0: I think so. Yeah. I, I, hmm. I could go back, check my NFBC draft and see where he went, but yeah, yeah. Look, he's yeah. a g- good pitcher and a guy that uh, really shot up last year. Uh, I, somebody called me out on Twitter cause I did not include him in my discussion for minor league pitcher of the year. And it was a good call out because I should have, he had yeah. one of the best seasons in the minor seasons in the minor league. And, really made a name for himself and really jumped up on my list. So, yes, he's very good.
3: Okay, before we head to break, anyone from 51 through 75 that I've missed that might be worthy uh, of you uh, chatting up?
0: Uh, Timmy, are you playing with your microphone there? I keep hearing some no. static. Hmm, okay. Huh, yeah. no.
3: Yeah, I just checked. It's not stuck in my beard. So. It sounds.
0: It sounds like you're moving your the cable that connects your connects your headset to uh, okay USB because that's that's why I keep hearing. So
3: let me let me just see if this makes a difference. I just wedged it in a little bit tighter.
0: All right, there hopefully, we
3: go. Hopefully that solves the problem. Sorry. All right,
0: Timmy. Let's take a... No, no worries. Let's take a, let's take a quick break. Get back. I'll tell you the guy you missed.
3: Okay.
0: Do not sleep on Gavin Cross and supplemental drafts this season.
3: Okay. Fair
0: Kansas enough. City Royal outfielder. Speed and power looks like he can hit. It's a young kid, so you're going to have to wait a little bit. But, again, Timmy, I, I, the, the, the Royals are doing a really good job at developing these players, particularly from helping them make better contact. So I like what they're doing there. I like the skills of Gavin Cross. Again, it's a nice setup. So you're tolling around at pick 8, pick 9 and you're like, oh, Drew Jones is gone. Jackson Holiday is gone. Sing is gone. What? Who should I take? Gavin Cross is your guy. Cool. I like it. Thank
3: you very much.
0: Next block, Tim.
3: Okay, moving on. We're looking at 26 through 50, and, and I guess, uh, is it is it fair to say that we can probably call this the Cleveland Indian block?
0: <laughs> it's a, no, it's a Cleveland Guardian. We can call it the Cleveland Guardian block.
3: That's right, Cleveland Guardian block. Yes, it's very, so very hard. It's very so, hard to, it's so yeah. hard to remember. It's always have to do, I always have to check myself <laughs> on that. But, man, we got what, Espino in there, Brian and Rocchio. Uh, Tanner Beebe Uh, who else? There's got to be another pick. Oh, Bo, Naylor. Naylor, Bo Naylor. at 42. Gavin Williams at 44. You know, there's at least five, five, six Cleveland Indians in there. That's impressive, isn't it? I,
0: I love all of those players, Timmy. Uh, and look, I Espino is a bit of a wild card. I remember you reaching out to me, going, "Hey, how did Espino look?" And when you yeah. saw him and, and uh, when he came down to Somerset, I'm like, he didn't pitch. Yeah. Why not? So he looked good. <laughs> yeah, like, why not? Well, he hurt his knee. Yeah. Oh, hurt his <laughs> knee. Okay. And then it's like, end of the year, Timmy, his knee turned into a shoulder ish- issue. So I don't know what's going on. The, the Guardians are pretty good at being transparent about stuff. So I'm not going to suggest that there's something else is going on. But it was disappointing to that he pitched in four games. That's not good. No fall league, nothing.
3: Mm-mm, you know, they, they shut him right down, didn't they?
0: Yep. So it, it might be an overly aggressive uh, ranking here that's more on pedigree than it is on maybe where he currently is. But I will right. admit to that. But I, the guy's athletic. It's good, great, great stuff. I mean, talk talking touching 100 miles an hour. So, And he's a guardian. So yeah. you yeah. got to put him high
3: yeah definitely. Uh, you know if you look at this year though and he could he could be he could be passed by by Williams or Beebe, couldn't
0: he? I think we see both I, I definitely think we see Beebe and there's a good chance we see Gavin Williams mm-hmm. and hey Beebe so so if you think about what the Guardians are doing yeah. and it's now been they kind of started it with Shane Bieber. And I think they cut their teeth there and said, "Hmm, let's get really, let's get guys that can really pitch. College kids that can really pitch, um, have not only control but good command. Yeah, they throw ninety-one to ninety-three. We'll get weighted balls and we'll we'll strengthen that arm. Get them to throw harder and turn them in from number four starters to number two starters. Damn, Timmy, if it's not working, (laughs) I mean, like it's just yeah." It's, it's amazing. really working, isn't it? It's really. I mean, look at Cal Quantrell. I yeah. mean, he couldn't do anything. He gets over to Cleveland. All of a sudden, it's like, well, this guy's relevant. He's actually pretty good. He's as well, good yeah. as we thought he was going to be.
3: Well, yeah, everybody, you know, it's funny because, you know, he overachieved two years ago. People said it was just a, just a fluke. Well, he repeated it last year. He overachieved again. Well, how long does he continue to overachieve before he set the bar a little bit higher maybe? Yep. You know, it's at some point in time, and I'm getting Quantrill as a six starter in my leagues. I know, uh, yeah. And, and until he underachieves, I'm 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 moving the bar up.
0: I have to tell you, Timmy, I absolutely love love what the Cleveland Guardians are doing. I love that organization. They've got it figured out from a pitching standpoint with guys in the minor league, guys in the major leagues, and I love the fact that they said they got religion and said, you know. These guys that can hit, we're done with them because this is the Rich Wilson approach. <laughs> we're done with guys who can't hit. We want guys yeah. that can hit, and they they tried it out with Stephen Kwan and go, you know, he's pretty damn good. <laughs> he's a good yeah. defender too. I think he won a Gold Glove, yeah. and let's they they shed it uh, Benson, another guy, you know. So it's 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 like they're bringing in kids that can hit. Bo Naylor can hit. Um, uh, All these guys, uh, the other guys, uh, the um, Rocio can hit. Uh, I I, I really believe that um, there's some other guys that are going to just come up, and they're going to have a team that are going to just single and double you to death with some big boys like Valara and Jose Ramirez that are going to be your stars, and they're going to win games, Timmy, and it's going to be impressive.
3: I, I totally agree. I, I like their approach. Uh, a couple of pirates on the list. Uh, Tamar Johnson, is he the number three this year in first-year player drafts? Consensus number three. I would go
0: with Singa. Um, but okay. yeah, if you throw Singa out, mm-hmm. I, I think I've got, I mean, look.
3: Or Elijah Green. There's.
0: I mean, look, you can go Elijah Green. if They're different players. Tamar Johnson right. is really safe. Um, okay. But he's got a couple of, one, is he plays for the Pirates. And two is there's not a lot of, like, big-time fantasy skills there. Uh, Elijah Green could be as good, if not better, than um, Jackson Holliday and Drew Jones. I mean, we're talking crazy skills. Father was a professional football player. 70 speed, 70 raw power can probably pitch he can throw a 95 mile an hour fastball and you're talking like a freaky type of athlete can he hit and there's a lot of questions about that but you know i mean if you if you like led Lacruz, you should really like elijah green so how do you want to play it timmy do you want to go for the home run with elijah green or do you want to play it a little safe and get a guy that's probably going to be a big leaguer for 10 years and Tamar johnson
3: yeah, yeah. It's 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 all about how you like you said, how you wanna play the game. Andy Rodriguez doesn't get the respect I think he deserves.
0: Fair he statement? Had a, he had a remarkable season last year. I think oh, he, did he ever I think he can be a full time catcher. Uh he played a little first base, he played a little second base last year. I heard he didn't do so great at second base, but he can play a little outfield. Timmy you like you gotta like the fact that Pittsburgh is going. We like you so much. We're going to throw you somewhere out there, and till you can find a spot because your bat's going to play. And I applaud it, Timmy, because I think the bat is going to play.
3: Fair enough. Moving, moving onwards and upwards. A pitcher that I absolutely love is yeah, Kyle, Kyle Harris. Harrison. Yeah, yeah, big time. I, and you know, San Francisco's already said he, he's, he's going to pitch this year. Uh, in redraft leagues, do you stash him?
0: I don't think so. And again, this is again like the, I, I, I don't like stashing um, minor league pitchers mm-hmm. when I'm when doing a redraft. I, mean, I just don't like doing it because I think there's so much volatility. I've seen Kyle Harrison pitch. I mean, a, an incredible talent. Doesn't always throw strikes. Uh, he love the ballpark that he's playing. It's not going to play for a very good team. Um, and I think there's going to be some wobbling over the next couple of years before he finds his sea legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do like him long term. I'm not sure I like him this year.
3: Okay, fair enough.
0: Uh, I, I, T- I I take Tanner Beebe. I would, You'd go I, with would the uh, I would
3: Cleveland. I would I yeah. would go
0: with a guy that's a little bit less upside, less ceiling but a guy that you think is probably going to, but he would be the one, he would be, he maybe a Grisifo. I don't know if I'm stashing those guys, but I got, I got a hair trigger on uh, the waiver wire when, when they get called up. So uh, that, that's the guys I'm going after.
3: Okay. One player I saw in Arizona and, and I got to confess, I was really disappointed. And what I saw in Arizona was Noel V. Marte. Now, maybe it was just the, the fact that he'd been playing baseball for almost a year when I saw him without a break, but I just wasn't really impressed with Noel V. Marte.
0: His star has dimmed as he's mature and started to fill out in a not-so-great way. So <laughs> that's what I yeah, wrote. It, so yeah, I yeah. mean, He
3: appeared very uninspired to me. You know, he, uh,
0: oh, I saw him play. I thought he was great. I, I, I got awkward. a couple of good games out of him. I love the player. He is yeah. when he comes. He apparently came in last season fat, Tim. I mean, you and I could say it, we're friends. He came in heavy, and okay. if you take a look at his April and May, they That's weren't not good, good for a kid, is it? No, they weren't good. Um, and as he got into shape, guess what? He got he played better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a little concern, like. I mean, Vlad Jr. came in heavy the one year, Timmy, and he yes, got religion, please. and he said, "Well, this isn't going to work." And he came in better shape the last two years. Marte I, could, I
3: think he, I think Vlad Jr. was also told it's not going to work too. I
0: well, I'm, assumed, I'm assuming I'm Mar- assuming somebody needs to tell Marte if if the the Reds haven't already, and maybe the you know the pressure of LED like Cruz, who is you know just a freak athlete like dude. Yeah. I mean, you can't eat Big Macs or whatever, and and go home and and eat mama's cooking, and then come back and expect, you know, to to be a big leaguer. It just doesn't work, and uh, yeah. that's it's tough. And it's funny. I I I as you know, I'm a body guy. I will. I, I that's what I've been taught. Uh, doing this scouting for so long and talking with these professional scouts. I mean, how many of them take a look at body types and parents' body types and everything? And it's just worn off on me because it's an athletic endeavor and guys who, you know, when you're 22, 23, like Novo Marte, you can get, a, get away with being a little heavy yeah. until he's 26, 27 and carrying that extra weight. I mean, it, it's not going to work. So no, that's why bat,
3: bat speed slows a little bit and it's not good. Yeah.
0: It's like us, Timmy. I mean like you get older and you realize that you can't do the kind of things you could do when you're younger. And yeah. uh, so that's, Hopefully the situation that that uh, Novel Marte will find himself in. But look, there's, he's fast I and mean, he's, he's athletic and he's got great bats. There's all the tools there to me to be a really, really good player.
3: Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, let's take a look at number 39, Brandon. Fat. Uh, ah,
0: good, good transition there. Yeah, my my,
3: thank you. Considering I'm doing this right off the cuff, uh, yeah, I almost impressed myself. There's got to be like a a bell or a cymbal ringing. uh, I was uh, was actually
0: looking. I'll give you a rim shot on that.
3: Okay, there we go. Uh, Diamondbacks are really molding a nice team, aren't
0: they? Look, I love what the Guardians are doing. I also love what the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks are doing. Uh, I mean, the Diamondbacks... They're doing it different than the Guardians, they're yeah. particularly from a positional player. They're getting stars at each position, which I know the Guardians would rather have. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, when you they just have gotten very fortunate in, in the draft and really signed some guys. And then their, their pitching is – they've got some really good pitchers coming up. Now, All nobody right. at the same level with the kind of upside of like a Gavin Williams or a um, – uh, or Tristan McKenzie at that kind of level, but Brandon Fat has succeeded at every level. Mm-hmm. Ryan Nelson and Dre Jamison stumbled uh. in Triple A. Fat in that very difficult Triple A environment in which the Arizona Diamondbacks playing he, he had Reno, no problem. He had no problem, Timmy. Well, this is just another walk in the park. It's an impressive strike thrower who's got good stuff it's not a number one profile but it could be a solid number three or even a number two guy and it's 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 impressive so and
3: we're probably going to see him this year aren't we
0: i think the diamondbacks believe they've got something cooking so if they've got something cooking you you know do they have enough to overcome the the dodgers and padres no but could they be a, a contender for that next there's three um isn't there there's two uh, or there's three wild card teams, right? Hmm.
3: Uh two so, I think. I uh,
0: Oh, that's right cuz the first the top team sits out. Yeah. And the, and then there's two wild card teams. So yeah, so it would be let's say the Dodgers and potentially the Diamondbacks. So I think they probably believe they can play in that realm. So if mm-hmm. that's the case, then Fat you could see him up.
3: Yeah. Uh, how's this for a bull prediction? Uh, your number thirty-eight prospect and your number forty prospect are both in the top three for NL Rookie of the Year, and that would be Ezekiel Tovar and Sal Frilich. Uh,
0: I yeah, I mean, I I think Tovar is going to see significant playing time, and right. uh, you know, with uh, the Colorado Rockies. I don't trust the Rockies, though. Uh, right. But, uh, look, he's there's great fantasy skills there. I'm not sure the bat is completely ready, but, I mean, the fantasy skills are very, very enticing with Tovar. Long term, I think he has a chance to be a star. Sal Fralick's gotten stronger. I think they clear the path very soon, and he gets a chance mm-hmm. to play. I know that outfield is crowded. I know they've also gotten rid of some guys. I just like Fralick more. Than, uh, than Garrett Mitchell. I think Garrett Mitchell mm-hmm. eventually becomes your fourth outfielder. Really good defender. Right. But Fralick, I think, is the more complete player. Okay.
3: At number 29, you've got Mason Wynn. I picked him up late in that Dynasty uh, 12-team draft. I think I picked him up as one of my last three picks. I, I really like Mason Wynn moving forward.
0: It's, looked I mean, did you get a chance to see him play? No. In the fall league?
3: I don't believe so. No.
0: Wow. I mean, it's. I, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it is incredible athleticism. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a guy that can throw 100 miles an hour from shorts. Yeah, you know, at the shortstop. So it's O'Neill Cruz level arm strength. Okay. He is a 70 runner, incredible bat speed, and showed a better approach last year. I, I mean, this guy's it's got. Watch su- the lake. This guy's got superstar <laughs> yeah. written all over him, and. Uh, and, again, the, the the St. Louis Cardinals have done a really good job of developing these guys. I hope they don't rush him. He probably needs a full year in Double A. He's still really young. It's still pretty raw. But, man, there's a lot to like about that guy. And if you tell me, like, he's in that upper echelon in five years of major league talent that, you know, top ten player in the league, I wouldn't be surprised. I think he has a chance to be that good.
3: Wow. Uh, 27, we got Tristan Cassis. Uh, looks like he's got the job. He's already lobbying for a, a long term deal with Boston. Uh, 25 100 this year, or is that being a little bit too optimistic?
0: First of all, before we talk about that, I don't know. I got called, you and I got called out, but I got more mm-hmm. called out. On our last podcast, when you were describing yeah. your uh, mock draft for your Dynasty League,
3: Right.
0: You said you picked up Tristan McKenzie. You drafted Tristan McKenzie. Yeah, I did. Somehow I had um, prospects on the brain, which I always do. I heard Tristan Cassis. I went back and re-listened to it. You said Tristan McKenzie. I clearly thought you said Tristan Cassis. So I talked about... Well, that's a great pick. And, uh, it's, you know, I think he's got Anthony Rizzo type of of upside. And you Uh, kept, and then you kept talking about (laughs) Tristan McKenzie being a number two starter. (laughs) And I kept talking about Tristan Cass as being the next Anthony Rizzo. It was like, I like that. It was was so ridiculous. (laughs) And I'm like, somebody reached out to me over Twitter and goes, you guys had this conversation talking about two different Tristans. And I'm like, we did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so I, talk you know, about I not didn't... listening to each other it was <laughs> it was pretty much that. It was very <laughs> funny. <laughs> well yeah,
3: ten minutes after we're done, I can't remember what I've discussed, yeah, and maybe it's an age thing I don't know, but we cover so much ground so quickly, okay and you know in, in basically ninety minutes or less uh by the time we get off the air. Like I I saw the comments on Twitter and it was like maybe maybe I, nah I'm not even going to listen it was funny it was, yeah, funny. Bit, it was yeah. funny
0: Uh anyway so guys we do know who Tristan McCassis is and Tristan McKenzie it's just yeah. uh it is just all at the same time It's all my fault cuz I have got prospects on the brain Anyway I think Tristan Cassis is Anthony Rizzo that got away from the Red Sox if you recall they traded him uh, early in his career and uh, CNA, I, right? I uh to yeah it was like came over from Diego, and then they flipped i don't it was one of those yeah. things and i just think cassis is a 2500 type of production if you tell me it does 2585 this year i wouldn't be surprised i i i think he's a good player i think the baseball iq is really high i think he'll instantly become a team leader uh, yeah, they have Rafael Devers. I, I get it, but I, I think, I think it becomes Tristan his team. I think he's that good. Wow.
3: At number twenty-six, and the last player I'll mention before I turn it back to you is Curtis Mead. You got to love what you're seeing there, don't you?
0: Uh, Curtis, I'll say it again: if you like Wanda Franco, you got to like Curtis Mead. It's a very similar profile. He can really hit. Yeah, it's probably twenty. Twenty two home runs, eight to ten kind of stolen bases. He's gonna hit. It's a high floor player. It's a guy that's gonna be a full time regular in Tampa and you can't say that about everybody. He's really good, Tim. And yeah. they've they've taken their time with him. I think it the the shackles finally come off this year, and I think we see him. I think he's really good.
3: Okay, looking at the group from 26 through to 50, anybody that I've missed that you want to uh, bring mention to?
0: Yeah, I'll bring them up as soon as uh, we come back from uh, commercial break here. We're doing great on time, by the way. Yeah, it seems pretty good.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
0: drafts is a really safe pick Uh, Mm a lot of people like this guy a lot Uh, but the one guy that I am pimping all over the place here is Kevin Alcantara or Alcantara I think you you pronounce the T-A-R-A as Contra Uh, really tooled up guy 30 home run pop also some speed I saw him play when he was a Yankee. I mean, there's some contact issues, but there's also a field to hit. I know that sounds weird. It's just a big kid. He's got a long swing, so okay. there's going to be strikeouts. But it's not one where he's chasing everything out of the strike zone, right? He's, just, he's up there looking to swing. I mean, he's got an approach. So there's there's a lot to like there. And I I, I think if for some reason people are not high on uh, Kevin Alcantara, they, they need to be.
3: Okay, fair enough. The one one player I didn't mention, and it's because everybody's mentioned him to death, but you got to like what Ricky Tedderman did for the Jays last year.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, Marco Luciano. Yeah. Big, huge. He's a bigger kid. He knows that shortstop. He's not going to stay at shortstop. I think he becomes a first baseman, and I think yeah. it's like, 40 home runs like that kind of guy. Like you just look at, him, and you know, a Pete Alonzo type of like production. I think that guy's just going to be a monster, but it's not going to be at shortstop. There's zero speed. I think he's going to be a big, huge power hitting first baseman. That's my prediction. Cool.
3: Okay. Moving on to our top 25 and we're going to go a little bit more in order on, on, on this one. Uh, We'll skip around a bit, but there's 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 one thing that I, I did happen to notice right off the bat. You've got Zach Bean
0: mm-hmm.
3: at twenty four, mm-hmm. and Robert Hassel uh, fairways ahead of him at seventeen. Those those two players are sort of going to be tied together. While well, they continue their journey in the minors, is that fair? Uh, I was sort of surprised. I thought Beating to be higher than Hassel.
0: Um. Yeah, I think from a fantasy standpoint, yeah, you you could definitely make that argument. Um, okay. I Hassel's going to hit more, mm-hmm. and this is really from a fantasy standpoint. I mean, I it's You're it's ninety five percent fantasy driven. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have an un apologetic love for Robert Hassel Uh, I think he is being discounted a little bit because he's not flashy I think he's going to I think he'll be like a 290 hitter with a 360 on base percentage with 15 to 20 stolen bases and 10 to 12 home runs I think it's a really really good player could Zach Fien pump a 22 25 season yeah absolutely the guy is faster than you think uh, uh-huh. he's really aggressive on the base paths. I've seen there him play it. a bunch a bunch of times now. Um and but I mean it's a wild swing and it's not the best approach. So, I mean so I think there's some concern there and he's a rocky, right? And I just a yeah, little concerned about about that. Rockies, yeah. yeah, so yeah. but I mean that's the only reason Timmy I I'll go I might mid-season I might flip him.
3: Mm, okay, fair enough. Uh, speaking of Washington outfielders, at 19, we have James Wood. I, I have trouble, like at 6'7", with plus speed. That's a big kid for plus speed, isn't it?
0: Plus raw, plus speed. He yeah. also looks like he can hit. I mean, look, <laughs> yes. the, the comps we're getting on this guy are like Dave Winfield-esque. I mean, it's he yeah. is absolutely blown up uh, since that trade that uh people just love this guy and i mean i've seen some people talk to some people that have actually seen him play and there's some concern uh about the amount of swing and miss he's going to have in his game but apparently he's the speed is real i mean this is this is a guy that definitely can run now is he going to slow down as a six foot seven inch frame puts on weight absolutely um but for now tim there's a lot to like
3: Yes. At uh, 25, uh, we have Miguel Vargas. This Is, is this going to be the year? Are we going to see the breakout this year from Vargas?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think he's been quietly one of the better minor league players for the last couple of years. It's just he's not sexy, Timmy. And mm-hmm. the Dodgers are so good that these guys just you know, they just kind of, I guess, lose a little bit of flavor. I think, I think we see him this year and I think he's really good. Mm-hmm. And if you tell me the odds on favorite for rookie of the year, yeah, it's maybe Corbin Carroll, but I bet you, uh, if he gets the start out of spring training, um, Miguel Vargas might be the odds on favorite. I think he's going to play very, very well.
3: Excellent. Uh let's go back and look at uh, look at Bobby Miller he's another prospect that it just seems we've been talking about him forever and he just keeps
0: well it couldn't keeps have been because he going. was uh, he was drafted what in 2020 was it 20 yeah I, I don't, it's not been that long yeah. he was the yeah. last the last pick in the first round I'm pretty sure it was mm. 20 could have been 19 mm. uh, the whole COVID year kind of screws me up. So uh, but 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 your your point is is he ready and we've been talking about this guy and the answer is he's getting ready. There's still some control problems there. I mean this is not a this is not a finished product Um, but if you tell me by the end of the season he's there along with Dustin May and the other you know cast of characters I would not be at all surprised. I don't think we see Walker Bueller uh, until 2024 given that this is his second Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. But I think Miller's good.
3: Do we see Taj Bradley at 23? Do we see him pitching in the bigs this year? I think,
0: I think we do. Okay. Um, he's really athletic. I think a, upside is very high. And let's face it, the, the Rays have done a really nice job at, at getting their pitchers ready. It's a shame about Shane Boz kind of blowing out his elbow. But yeah. he looked fantastic when he pitched. Uh, obviously, Shane McClanahan has looked fantastic, uh, so I think Taj Bradley is just about ready, and I think we see him.
3: Cody Senga, first-year player drafts, uh, top five pick.
0: Um, you'll be proud of me. Let's play the 0.0, 0, Zero. Of course, well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we got to get at least one in there. Come on. oh, already, already, I did it for uh, Toshita. Uh, uh, oh, okay, the, the other guy. Yeah, I- uh, and in uh, hand. yes it's fair um, but you'll be proud of me and DL 6 Timmy yes. I was picking 5th or sixth, and I ch- I have a chance to compete in that league yes. uh, I have a very good team and I traded up to the number 3 slot and gave up Oswaldo Porraza to trade up 3 slots which I thought was pretty reasonable uh, yeah, fl- to get Cody Singa
3: flags fly forever don't they
0: now again if, if and I think Gee, if Cody Singh the one top one or two take him then I'll I'll gladly take Drew Jones or uh or or Jackson Holiday but I'm pretty sure that Singh is going to be there and right. I wanted to make sure that I grabbed him and to mm-hmm. me it was worth I think in that league I've got many shortstops so I well, felt and like
3: Well, you'll find more. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. So you're not, not going to create a void with your knowledge. No, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, no. I, just, I just grabbed
0: Brandon Wood, Woodward in that league as a, another pitcher to go along with Hunter Green. So I, I've got a, a really, I think I've got Zach Wheeler in that. So it's mm-hmm. it's a team that's ready to compete. Yeah. And I'm taking Cody Singh. I, I, and, and, and again, so that'll be the second team I have him on. Somebody watching him very closely. And again, for me personally, Tim, if he's no good, it's going to be great because I'm going to torture you to no end. I'm <laughs> I mean, in a lose-lose situation here. You're really in a have. lose-lose situation. <laughs> right, actually, I mean, look, I'm going to give you all the credit in the world if, if Singa turns out to be awesome. Because I'm 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 not, but I'm not going to be bashful if he sucks, Timmy. I'm just going to double barrel coming at you, man. <laughs> I won't see your shy side. Is that what you say? No, you're saying? no, no, no. It might be expletive laden. It is. Uh, but look, as as we as as we've talked about numerous times on this podcast, I love the setup. I mean, the he yeah. was well thought of coming out of Japan. Yeah. We're talking a premium fastball, upper nineties. With a forkball slash splitter that people aren't going to be pick up, as you said, it's got a name. It's got a name on the pitch, right? So yes. I don't the ghost. I, the ghost, the, ghost, the pitch. ghost. So to me, yeah. with the with the balance schedule and the fact that the Phillies and the Nationals and the you know, Braves aren't going to get a chance to zero in on this guy for four or five outings, I love the setup, Tim. I I uh, love the setup for this season coming up.
3: Yeah, and four or five outings is a full year, isn't it? With the new schedule, pretty well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to see a guy twice, yeah. <laughs> so it's that's it. And I I think he's going to be miserable to try to 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 catch up to the first time, second time out. So you could see a again, assuming health and assuming McCloud and all these other people aren't completely lying to us. I think the setup <laughs> is. I, I think the setup is like he's going to hit the ground like running like like this guy is great so yeah uh, okay I, just, I like i love the setup here so
3: okay uh, number 18 jason dominguez you know i i think i finally caught up to the hype he just keeps he just keeps improving doesn't he
0: i don't know if he keeps improving uh, so I, I i will tell you i, I think I've maybe i'm
3: booked just i maybe it's just i'm finally starting to believe a little more i I don't know
0: i i i i can only speak to myself i i know as a human emotion when you hear Mm. something overhyped like these japanese pictures part of you wants to see the guy fail right it's just like he can't be this good this hype is just too much right because then you can go "Ah, you don't know what you're talking about
3: yeah, there's a reason that you have the 0.0, 0 point, Exactly, right? <laughs> right? So,
0: so with Jason yeah. Dominguez, I mean, we all heard the, the Mike Trout comps and this guy could be the best player in baseball. And, you know, I saw him for the first time. I think it was on national television at the uh, Futures game. I was like, wow, that guy's pretty big. And he didn't play all that well. But th- this year I had a chance to see him play because I'm in the New York market, and I had a chance to see him play – This guy's really good, Tim, and I don't want him to be good because I've heard so much about the guy. The speed is real. I know he's a big guy already. Yeah, he'll slow down over time, but I mean, I'm telling you he's a 70 runner now. The bat speed is ridiculous. He's a good defender in the outfield. He's he's good, and it's a field to hit. I mean... I'm sorry to tell you and everybody else who wants to hate Jason Dominguez. He's good. Don't hate him. Don't hate him. He's good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? When I saw him in the Arizona Fall League, I actually expected him to be bigger than he was.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Not that he's small, but I was expecting to see more of a bulked up player. And and he's not really. He's just big. He's just big. You know what I mean?
0: And, but yeah. he's 19, so 20 years, 19, 20 years old. So, you don't usually see yeah. that kind of size at that age. But yeah, so maybe yeah. he, late 20s, he turns, he gets, starts to get heavier and that. Yeah. But who cares? I mean, he could be really good over the next five or six years.
3: Yeah. At number 16, we have George Valera. Uh, you you really like this kid?
0: Eh? I, I'm sorry, I, I I could be wrong here. I could have fallen in love with... I, I like players who play with swag and confidence. I right. do like the Latin players. They make me laugh. I love people in any walk of life who talk confidently about their abilities and who can show their abilities. That is George Villar. I'm telling you, Timmy. He, he's good and he knows it. And it comes across. And that'll rub people the wrong way. I get it. But yeah. it's... Look, there's speed, there's tremendous bat speed, it's a good defender. I I could be wrong here, I could be over promoting him. I think and I don't have him on a single dynasty league and I'm bummed about it. Mm. Uh I I think this guy's a chance to be a star, I really do.
3: At fifteen, Jackson Holiday, does he end up being a better player than his dad?
0: Wow. Matt Holiday was really good.
3: <laughs> yeah, he was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I, I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I it, It's really unfair to comp him to his dad, even though you have to.
1: Because well, his dad yeah. was
0: great. I mean, the same thing as Drew Jones. I mean, can he be better than yeah. his father? Yeah. Uh, Jackson Holiday is a different type of player, but I don't remember when Matt Holiday came up. He's much more a quick twitch. Um, it, Matt Holiday, you remember him at the end of his career was just a massive man early on he was faster he was a lot more quick twitch athleticism mm-hmm. so it's hard to but it's hard to get that 36 year old yankee or 35 year old colorado rocky out of your mind or i guess he was st louis cardinals in there as well late in his career so i don't know timmy all i know is jackson Holiday's is really good and i love obviously what the orioles can do with these type of players and i'll say it again if you have the number one pick Grab Oswaldo Peraza from the number two guy and trade down and take Jackson Holiday.
3: Yeah, and you know you've got Drew, Drew Jones just a couple slots ahead of him, and yeah, you, as you mentioned he has all the tools to be a superstar.
0: He does, but he's also six four, and there's some length in the swing, and you know there's. But look, I mean, he is. You have to take him number one. You just do. I mean, the the upside is crazy. He could be the number one guy on this list next year, uh, this time next year, if he goes out and performs. Jackson Holiday
3: could be number two.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean uh, the floor I think is higher with Jackson Holiday. He's a little safer pick, partially because we've seen him already, Um, and he performed all the way at the double A and looked pretty good. I mean, Drew Jones didn't play at all.
3: True enough. At thirteen and fourteen, we've got two starting pitchers: Andrew Painter at thirteen. Grayson Rodriguez at 14. Who do you want for 2023?
0: Grayson Rodriguez. Next question.
3: Okay. No hesitation. Uh,
0: next Look, Painter's question. still very young. Right. Uh, he's getting by with a ridiculous fastball on slider that he throws. Right. His third pitch is his changeup, which I think will be a fine pitch. He just doesn't throw it that much. I've seen him pitch. Yeah. Um, I just think Grayson Rodriguez, assuming health, is just much more of a complete pitcher at the moment than oh, Andrew sure. Painter is. Now, if you tell me Andrew Painter, well, I've got him ranked one step higher than Grayson Rodriguez. Yeah. If you tell me that Andrew, Andrew Painter becomes Cy Young candidate for multiple years and Grayson Rodriguez becomes a really good number two, but isn't a different? I wouldn't be at all surprised.
3: Yeah, I mean, Painter, good bulldog, good and good, not he?
0: What's, what, what does that mean?
3: A very young pitcher that exploding onto the scene, being a dominant young pitcher.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, that's what I thought you meant. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that that came up at nineteen, right? So I, I, yeah. I maybe. And okay. and the Phillies historically push everybody, and they push them to their peril. So right. uh, I would love to see Andrew Painter spend the entire season in the minor leagues. It's Not going to happen. So if he has three good outings he's up. <laughs> so yeah. it's just it's just yeah. it's just the way they roll. So Well and uh, Bailey
3: Falters, you're number five. And hey, Bailey Falters he's a decent sort of number five, but he's not Andrew Painter, is he?
0: The the upside of Andrew Painter is ridiculous, but he's still yeah. really young, really yep. inexperienced, and doesn't have a third pitch and mm-hmm. look a major league's a I mean, it's it's a huge step. So yeah. we'll see. I mean I I I would not, and I know you're you're all in on Andrew Painter. and I would never disrespect anything that you do because you're a better player than me. I'm not that bullish on him coming into the 2023 season. I okay. hope I'm proven wrong because I really want to see this guy blow onto the scene and do a doc good. as you said, I I take the the more cautious approach and take Grayson Rodriguez. Let's okay. can can you bring up the NFC? Who and I'll take a break and we'll finish up the list. Uh, who's being taken higher, Grayson Rodriguez or Andrew Pigner? If Tim looks that up. We'll take our final break. I got the dogs next to me. My wife is at 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 cashier cha- training she's a volunteer at the uh, coastal museum of carolina which is on our on our little island so uh cool. apparently the cash the cash register is a little bit harder to operate than one would think so it's four hours of side-by-side training so i don't know if i should go over and mess with her and say i i'll take a t-shirt a mug yeah. and a uh, and a senior discount <laughs> so, see if can right, handle and then it. when you
3: get it all punched you said no i don't want <laughs> no no change to my mind <laughs> yeah how does how does the doghouse sound <laughs> exactly so who's yeah. going ahead of whom Okay, I'm just going through the list here and I haven't found either one of them yet. Grayson a-
0: Rodriguez is 191 and okay. Painter is 364.
3: Uh, yeah, I got I got Painter at 146 off the board.
0: Oh, I'm looking at the total ADPs. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Painter's going off the board first.
0: No, I got Grayson Rodriguez going off the board first.
3: Okay. Deal. Oh, yeah. I th- I think I missed uh, I missed uh, Grayson Rodriguez somewhere on my. uh me just do
0: the uh, control F. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez, seventy fourth pitcher off the board, and Painter is one forty six. So yeah, huge difference there.
3: Yeah, seventy. Yeah, that's that's a big swing, and obviously yeah. there's a reason for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. I, I guess people are thinking the same thing I'm thinking in terms of. Yeah. Uh, Safe pick. Safer pick. Andrew yeah. Painter is the home run though. So if mm. you want to play that game, absolutely. So
3: Okay. Let's get back. Uh who gets more at bats this year, Francisco Alvarez or Omar Nerv- Nervaez?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. I, I I'm gonna wimp out and say Omar Narvaez, just because he's up and he's a veteran and blah, 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 blah. Right. I, I hope Francisco Alvarez gets more at bats. I, I I just I don't know about him or Brett Batty. I, I I think it'd be irresponsible for me or anybody to sit there and go, "Yeah, these guys are going to get 400 at bats." You just you don't know. I mean, yeah. you don't know what the heck the the uh, Mets are doing.
3: Right. And I was going to say, and he's young. He's young. Yeah.
0: Okay. At number ten,
3: we have one of the more exciting players in the game. In mm-hmm. uh, L.A. Dela Cruz, if he continues to shove it, we got to see him in the big leagues this year, don't we?
0: Uh, there's a good, there's a chance, Tim. I think first of all, if if you look, yeah. people love comps. It's Fernando Tatis Jr. That's your comp. So one of the best players wow. in the league. So it's it's. I mean, let's he's look. It's a, it's seventy power. It's it's a sixty arm and it's seventy speed. I mean, it's it's ridiculous tools. Uh, it might even be. 80 speed. I mean, this guy is this guy is got it all. Um, mm-hmm. It's just he's got swing and miss in his game. It's a 30% strikeout rate. I am down to ten because I'm a little worried about that, and I I keep comping him to Jazz Chisholm. Mm-hmm. Uh, upside's probably a little higher than Jazz Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm's got great uh, tools as well. I just I want to see him make better contact. He might not ever make better contact Timmy, so it might be a 25-25 guy that hits 240. So, yeah, he
3: might be he might be your Texas outfielder.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but if he could just make a little bit better contact, just like Fernando Tatis did, man, yeah. it's... Oh, it's scary, isn't it? it? It's scary. Yeah. He could be one of the best players in baseball. Absolutely.
3: At number nine, you've got Uri Perez. The I Marlins. hate
0: it putting him there.
3: I was going to say that... That that would have been a tough one for me because as much as I love the size, the arsenal, every, everything there, I, I keep having having visions of shoulder issues. You know, it just he didn't make it through last year healthy, did he?
0: I think at, between Painter, Rodriguez, and Yuri Perez, I mean, he to me, age, size, stuff, yeah, command control. Yeah. He's he's the Top of those three, right. every time you put the guy as a top pitching prospect in the game, it seems like something happens to him. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I it's I, that's why I hated putting them there because I, I definitely have many shares of Yuri Perez, as do uh, I. And it's you know it, I think it's going to actually come down to health, and I'm a little worried, Timmy. Uh, you want to go through the the Miami Marlins uh, minor no. league system again? I mean, the, it is uh, no. speckled with arm issues. Not the least of which is Edir, uh, six. Uh, Cisto,
3: yeah, Sanchez. Yep. Well, who's uh, Meyer? Ma- Max
0: Meyer. Yeah. Yeah they're, yeah. they're not just like pulled muscles. These are Tommy John surgery shoulder issues. So, yeah. uh, uh, but look, I mean, if you're talking about pure talent, pure upside, this guy has a chance to be well. Sandy alcontra Alcantara. That's 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 the upside. Yeah.
3: At number eight, you have the player you traded away in your dynasty league, Diego Cartea.
0: Yeah, I've actually, I own him in all dynasty leagues. At at leagues, at one point I have traded him, I think in a couple of leagues, just, uh, you know, because I I had to, uh, to get some players. I, look, I could have unnatural love for this guy. If you think I'm way too high on him, okay. But it's my list, and I think this guy is going to hit. I think there's going to be really good power and he's a Dodger and it's that's good enough for me
3: and at some point in time maybe Will Smith becomes a first baseman right
0: look I, I don't think he's going to be at the level of Will Smith from a um, from a defensive standpoint i think Will Smith is the better defender but mm-hmm. i mean Curtiack can hit and yeah. it's a good problem to have and yeah does he become the, does he become a part-time catcher first baseman dh he could I, mm-hmm. I think that's what the Dodgers have to figure out. Yeah, that's what they get they paid will. the big bucks for. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. We, we definitely know how they feel about him because Ruiz is in Washington, right?
0: That is correct. Yeah, and uh, Ruiz is a good is a good player, good <laughs> prospect in his own right. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny because people. Kind of 'cause again, he's like now he's no longer a prospect, so there's nothing really talked about in the circle. He's still a really good young player that I think is gonna be long term's gonna be good. Gritai yeah. is a different kind of cat. And I think from a fantasy standpoint he gets discounted a little bit. But if you talk to baseball people, baseball people absolutely love this guy. And it's not because he's gonna be a good defender it's because they think he's got Jordan Alvarez type of upside. So it's like <laughs> yeah. like, like huge raw power with the ability mm. to hit.
3: Okay, at number seven, we have Marcelo Meyer. Uh, ten years from now, when we look back, will Marcelo Meyer be a better shortstop in Boston than Xander Bogarts was?
0: Yeah, I think there's a chance. I think the upsides equal, if not higher. I think it's a great trade trade-off, uh, because I think they're similar kind of players. Um, yeah. So Xander Bogart's a good defender. Michela Meyer is a very good defender, so uh, yeah. Meyer might be even a better defender. Uh, I, they pro, uh, Meyer might have a little bit more power. Xander um, Bogart might be the better hitter. And they've got similar speed kind of profiles. I think they're similar players. So you got a guy that wants $300 million or a kid that's going to be at league minimum starting probably in 2024 and you find some kind of bridge. I, I, to me, it's a no-brainer.
3: Yes, I totally agree with you. At number six, we have a player that I'm incredibly excited about. And I think there's a chance that we see him for a cup of coffee, much <laughs> the same as we saw Corbin Carroll last year. And that's Jordan Waller.
0: Very well, could Timmy. I mean, you could see him in September, uh, and it's as this exciting profile it is uh, that Corbin Carroll brings to the table. I mean, it's power, it's speed, can pick it at short. Yeah. There's a lot to like about this kid. He's exciting. Yeah. I mean, you said it best. He's just an exciting player and deserves the high ranking, in my opinion.
3: I I totally agree, and he's currently blocked by what Nick Ahmed. There there is no you know when he when he's deemed ready. There is nobody holding a spot that the Diamondbacks are too concerned about uh, moving out of the way to create room. for. I mean,
0: I think the Diamondbacks' biggest uh, issue is going to be, like, not bringing – if he gets off to a hot start, not bringing him up in May uh, and just making sure that he gets the proper development time uh, because I think he needs a good part of the year because he's really young Mm -hmm. uh, and he missed that – you know, he only played two games – the first you know in his draft year so it's really only last year was his only true season that he he needs more time but man it's all sitting there for him to be an absolute wonderful player
3: well yeah and i think it's a valid concern because if the diamondbacks get off to a hot start they they could just pull a pin on everybody everybody's up we're all in right
0: yep and a lot of times that blows up in your face so yep so that's you know it's funny every you and I because we do a podcast every week everybody listens yeah. to us and this we we love it when guys get called up and then sometimes oh, you're going oh I don't know is he really ready and then they're up for three weeks and they go you know three for sixty two and they're they're back down and then that that's not what you want to see either so
3: no and then you see Alex Bregman beat the odds
0: yeah by oh, going
3: yeah. two two for forty or whatever it was and, and Alex Bregman
0: was a with... college kid and yeah, a, he was older. Well, LSU, I think it was LSU. So, I mean, it was a, played on the big stage and yeah. could really, really hit the great approach. I mean, Jordan Lawler's way more athletic and quick twitch over over Bregman, but it's a different player. It's not the same kind of hitter that Bregman was at this stage of his career. So, but yeah, that's that's Lawler. I mean, if you got him in a Dynasty League, congratulations.
3: At number five, we have a player that, really exploded in a huge way onto the scene in 2022, as you put it. If Jackson Churio is available in your first-year player draft, do you take him above the two top kids?
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. He's he is a, He's, same, the, he's the same he's age.
3: No- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's the same age as
0: those guys. And it's yeah. high A already. Yeah.
3: Yeah, pretty amazing, isn't it?
0: He's a, Look, he he was he blew the blew the doors off in, in low A. Struggled a little bit in high A. You know, there's some swing and miss in his game. Gets a little bit out of control when he plays. But I mean, he's 18 years old, so you want a yeah. guy to be a little out of control when they're 18 years old. It's all there. I mean, this this guy. And if you talk to anybody in the Brewers organization, I mean, they're, they're just they're. I mean it's a guy that this is going to be their Ryan Braun, the face of the franchise in three or four years. This is their guy.
3: Okay, at number four, Anthony Volpe. Uh, Is there a chance that we see him as the everyday shortstop, a fairly good chance we see him as the everyday shortstop in New York to break camp this year?
0: To break camp? To break to, camp,
3: yes, to break camp with the starting shortstop.
0: I, I Timmy, what I, I thoughts? would absolutely love it uh, right. if he breaks camp with the Orioles. He might go in front of Gunnar Henderson to be Rookie of the Year for me. Um, okay. I, 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 I'm not sure that's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I mean. I think the the Yankees have it all set up. They got Isaiah Kanafalafa kind of as your bridge. Can you imagine, like knowing that that's your job, as you're holding the spot yeah. for well, some and, 21 yeah. year old kid? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he is, and he knows it. It's, yeah.
3: not, it's not a secret. No. Yeah,
0: and if and then if then then there's this other kid named Oswaldo Peraza who's a better defender than you that could probably do the job too. But I I I think I think Volpe needs a little bit more grooming, and I think the Yankees are going to play it safe with him but I think we see him in May June I don't think he's gonna toil a lot in the minor leagues I just don't know if getting him up the um, right out of the bat is the right thing to do and it's funny I I saw him a little bit in 2021 fell in love with him too I thought he was great loved the swing loved everything about it saw him the beginning of 2022 was really struggling and he was he was not driving the ball very well. I and mean, a lot of balls are being hit in the ground. And then my understanding talking with people in the Orioles, uh, not the Orioles, the Yankees organization right. is they were trying to get him a little bit more control. Cause he does play with his hair on fire. People don't like the Brett Gardner comp, but he plays with a lot of enthusiasm and they were trying to get him a little bit more control and it didn't work. So they had him go back to, out there being a little bit more aggressive at the plate. Timmy, he played like he did in 2021 in August and September, and I saw it. I saw yeah. him in AA in August, and he looked, like, he looked like the same guy I saw back in 2021. I did not see him once he got promoted to AAA. So, yeah. it's unfortunate that you know, they, they tweaked the swing around. He might have been up last year, if, if not. So yeah. That's why I don't think it'll take him very long.
3: Okay. At number three, we have Jordan Walker, and I got to be honest with you. When I saw him in the Arizona Fall League, he was the best player on the field, Mm -hmm. bar none. There was there was there was nobody that was at his level as far as I'm concerned. He's got it all. He's got power. He's got speed. Uh, He's got the swag.
0: Got the swag. I'm glad you said that. I mean, that's he's got confidence. It's she it's sure it, it's not George Valara kind of in your face swag. It's more of a yeah. I'm good and I know it type yeah. of thing, and it's it's more of a quiet kind of confidence. But he he's very verbose. He's going to people are going to love this guy. Who mm-hmm. uh, was it? Joey Votto. Remember when Joey Votto. Uh, sometime last year it was last year year before last when yeah. he was being interviewed picking up grounders in real time and talking to people in the broadcast remember that and we all commented on that or when Alec Manoa was talking about mm-hmm. the, throwing the pitch in the all-star game mm-hmm. that's what Jordan Walker is going to be he'll be that yeah. kind of player where yeah. he's so good and confident and so verbose and so yeah. engaging he'll be that type of player which baseball needs
3: well, yeah, I I can remember in the the fall league the in the fall star game uh, the opposition ran out of pitchers basically, so they brought Tink Henson to pitch to Walker, and it was absolutely hilarious. Walker really? had Walker had a field day with it, yeah, and uh, I believe he smoked one off him if I'm not mistaken. I can't I can't remember. I'm not sure the the outcome, but I do remember the way Walker reacted to it and he had a field day with it and it was a lot of fun and uh, I, again uh, i can't say enough good things about jordan walker yeah. i really can't
0: yeah it's just a matter of uh i mean st louis i think they need to get they need to get more reps in the outfield him mean, he just hasn't played a lot out there so i think once he's got the reps uh i think he'll be up i'm i'm suggesting june um, could it be May? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be out of the blocks, but uh, he's really good. And uh, yeah. all these guys are good. This is an impressive top ten. I mean, these are really, Very much good, so. really good baseball players.
3: Yeah. And at number one and two, we have Gunnar Henderson and Corbin Carroll at one, two, or two, one, or one, two, back and forth. I have, I have, I, have, I have, hey, pick your poison is where I'm sitting with
0: those if you're two a speed right. whore like Tim is, go Corbin Carroll. If Corbin you, Carroll. If yeah. you want a guy that's a little safer, a little higher floor, it's Gunnar Henderson, and and that's not to say Gunnar Henderson doesn't have crazy tools because he, not nah, wouldn't yeah. call him crazy tools. He's got really good tools. He's a, he's a he's gonna be a great compliment to Adley Rutschman. You're gonna look at those guys, and yeah. they're 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 the face of the uh, Orioles franchise for the years to come. It's gonna be impressive, uh, and then and then Corbin Carroll. Look, I mean, I wish he was bigger. He's not. Somebody tweeted out me that somebody said they saw him and he stood toe to toe with him. He's six foot one, unless he grew in the last year. He's not. So I mean, he's a little guy. But look, Mookie Betts is a little guy and pretty damn good. So if you tell me Corbin Terrell, I mean, Jose,
3: Jose, Jose Altuve is a really little guy. Yeah, and he's, he's molded a pretty fair career.
0: Jose Altuve, I mean, pound for pound top yes. 10 player ever to play the game could be. I mean, it's, it's that yeah. good. Uh, Cause he gets more out of his ability than most people have ever played the game. So well, I mean, I
3: mean, he had to pay them, didn't he? To, to get a, a trio, Basically.
0: I don't remember that, but I, I, I definitely remember being in San Jose. I think I told this story and with this, uh, actually it's a front office guy. Uh, with the Astros at the time. And he says, Hey, why don't you come? Let's go watch a game. I want you to see this player. And we were actually sitting up in the press box. And and then we went down to the field and I wasn't scouting at that point. I was just kind of starting to tip my, dip my toe in it. And that's when I saw Jose Altuve. And the guy said, this, this kid's going to be a player. And, uh, and he surely was, but I, I love Corbin Carroll. I think uh, it's an exciting player. He's got speed, Timmy. He could steal thirty bases. I, you know, it's it's more like a ten to twelve home run pop. I know he hit a few more home runs in the in the minor leagues. It's not, it's not crazy raw power,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I mean, it's I mean, it's an exciting profile, and I'm I'm hoping that he just hits the ground running as Gunnar Henderson does, and those guys just run away with Rookie of the Years, and uh, they could very well do it.
3: Yeah, and uh, just a quick story. Uh, personal story on Gunnar Henderson. In DL five, we were really hurting for a shortstop. Okay,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and we have Gunnar Henderson. Well, prior to the announcement that he was moving to shortstop, we traded for Javier Baez to fill in our shortstop position.
0: Oh. Murphy's
3: Murphy's law kicked in and. Now we have heavier bias, and it looks like Gunnar Henderson is going to play at shortstop. So our our problem was solved, uh, and now we have heavier bias to boot, right?
0: Yeah, you know, heavier bias is interesting. I Not good in an on base percentage league, so I don't like, like yeah. him there. But, like there's some guy that should bounce back. It's, he's either going to bounce back, Tim, in my opinion, or he's done, right? I mean, I, I, I can't believe he <laughs> yeah. was as bad as he was last year
3: well no and i have the i have the same situation uh in that uh baseball uh america draft okay mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you're you're gonna absolutely love this one uh we're getting near the end and i'm looking and looking and looking and i believe it was in round oh twenty eight I picked up Anthony Rendon. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, I, again, when you get down into the latter rounds, you know, the Baez and the Rendon, well, toss a dart.
0: Yeah. What's the
3: worst that's going to happen?
0: Yeah. You yeah, replace them. Yeah. Him. yeah it, in a dynasty it, it, league. Yeah, I think in a yeah. dynasty league. Geez, those guys, I mean, they're older, but they should be... Come on. They have to be rostered. That's crazy.
3: Yeah. So. But anyhow, that...
0: Let's it's let's take our final great. break. Timmy, come back and try to make sense of all of this. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, maybe I'll ask you some questions. Oh, my gosh. We're at an hour and 45 minutes. We really slowed down. <laughs> well, we just talked <laughs> Give me two players that you absolutely love where I rank them.
3: Where you rank them? Yep. Uh let me scan through real quickly. Uh
0: Does Shida Kurt- seem to be one that you really liked.
3: Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from uh the Japanese <laughs> players. Uh Curtis Mead is one
0: at Ooh, twenty-six. Yeah. Aggressive with him.
3: And I like Sal Freilich at forty. I didn't think he'd be that high but I really think with Freilich, there's a path to full time at bats and we could see it fairly early I like the skills and again with you know Milwaukee clearing out some of that outfield depth Freilich has went from you know 6 weeks ago to uh, he, at that point in time he was sort of a non-interest to me mm-hmm. because Ruiz was around Hunter Renfro was you know what I mean it was really plugged up mm-hmm. in the outfield mm-hmm. well very quickly the Brewers unplugged the outfield and Freilich has taken a huge step upwards in my opinion and in my you know in my plans for 2023 Freilich has become very very relevant so I, I like both of those players
0: I remember when we, we did the Milwaukee Brewers uh, discussion that was back in October yeah uh, I, I to- my comment to you was I think Freilich is the best out of the bunch, and they will figure something out with him. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I felt confident that that's yeah. some direction they would go, and it would figure it uh, land that way. And it looks like it has okay. Yeah, and
3: Jay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add James Outman in there because I love the fact <laughs> that you got him into your top 100 because I think he's deserving. The kid could have a really good year for the Dodgers. Yeah, uh,
0: I hope so, Timmy. I, I, I hope so. I actually draft him. I draft and hold league, so I'm, I'm rooting for him now. Um, okay, give me one or two players that you just don't get. Like, why are they on this list, or why are they so high? I'm, I'm, I disagree, kind of thing.
3: Ah. Uh. Michael bush,
0: mhm, that's fair i i
3: I have trouble there He's getting older by the day, which we all are, which is a good thing, but in, it's not so good in baseball when you're hitting in your age twenty six season and there's no path to it back, so Michael Bush definitely is a concern for me,
0: yeah, and he didn't play all that well last year, so i mean it, it is yeah. it is a question why he's on this list, and my my only defense there is he plays for the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad defense. And, and the other the other player, I, he's got to be on there. But I really have trouble with Estuary Ruiz. I really
0: do. Really? I, you think he's too high? Well, I cuz I struggled uh, as to where to put him. And then I yeah, looked at the season last year. It was 80 we, stolen bases, Tim. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I know it was 80 <laughs>
0: stolen bases. It and nobody yeah. wants him by the way, and that's that's also suspicious as well. well yeah, he's been <laughs> traded
3: what four times in the last two years, yeah, or nope. whatever it is. Three times last year, I think.
0: I know. Least, I yes. I I struggled it, with it, Tim.
3: Yeah, he could be a a huge asset this year. Absolutely huge. And I agree you've gotta take him. But it just it bothers me. What more can I what more can I say? It just you know, I and I I think moving Moving forward and towards the top of the top list, I I don't have any. Uh, I might have been a little bit more bullish with Tristan Cassis.
0: Interesting. Yeah, well, I was pretty bullish, right? What well, where is he? Twenty seven. That's okay. Well,
3: yeah, simply simply because the opportunity is at hand. Yeah. But other than that, no, I think it's a great list. And hey, you got you got both the NPP players in there. <clears throat> uh, well, Hey. The list was complete as soon as I saw both of them made it. Where's Fujinami, by the way? He's not on there. Yeah, it's true. It's it's funny. mean you bring
0: up (laughs) Estor Ruiz, we could talk about that at nauseam. He and Kumar Rocker were the two guys that I just didn't know what to do with. Because I I knew Ruiz had – I mean, look, I'm not – I get it. There's fourth outfielder risk for sure associated with him. And I get that he was traded all over the place with no real reason – like why he was traded. And then, and then all of a sudden you look at it for this year and you go, this is the time to own him. But if you it tell is, me at the I end agree. of the season he got 175 at bats and didn't hit and got demoted, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'd be disappointed, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised. So No, there's
3: uh, there's an incredibly wide range of outcomes for him, isn't there?
0: Yeah. But, man, the, yes. 80 stolen base. I think he did 17 yeah. home runs. He hit 330 or three. I mean, it was ridiculous. In fact, he, I I thought he had considerations for my um, number one, uh, for my minor league player of the year. I mean, he was that good.
3: Well, yeah. And, you know, you look at the stolen bases. That's more than the number one and two guys got in the bigs last year.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But uh, what do you do with them? Yeah, I would have to. I, if I was putting together, I would have exactly the same problems with Rocker and Ruiz that you did. Oh. Yeah, they're wide range of outcome type players.
0: Yep, and you could
3: be low on both. Yeah, you know, uh, who knows?
0: Let's see, Esther Ruiz. Looking at Baseball Reference. Oh, uh, let's see. Twenty. You, we played a lot of teams, Tim. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, you need a calculator. Three
0: thirty-two four forty seven yeah. five twenty six he had yeah. ninety four strikeouts and sixty six walks eighty five stolen bases sixteen yeah. home runs come on That's okay. <laughs> i mean <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but again he's far from a definitive type player
0: no for sure yeah, yeah for sure it's granted ridiculous. he only he only hit one seventy one and uh, 35 plate appearances in the big leagues. I get it, but, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Come, yeah. <laughs> from a fantasy standpoint, you should have taken away my fantasy card if he wasn't on the top 100 list. Where to put Definitely. him, I'm not sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could,
3: have, you, you could have had him any, anywhere from 20 to 100. Yeah. And, and And been able to defend it, right? Yeah,
0: I will say, and I will defend this even if he doesn't hit, it's the right year to to draft this guy because I'm not sure where I, I got him in my NFC draft, but yeah. I mean it's it's the right place to dra- to grab him because yeah. you know you're you getting him as your Oakland's, fifth outfielder,
3: Oakland's lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's 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 bobblehead night material.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Definitely. All right, Timmy. That's a wrap, my friend. Uh, we will ah. be back on Sunday, talking mm-hmm. outfield. Right.
3: Ugh. Yes, if I can ever get it assembled.
0: Okay, oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if not, oh, we'll yes. have to push it to Monday or Tuesday. But uh, yes. yeah, so.
3: I'm still I'm still targeting uh, I'm still targeting this weekend,
0: Rich. But Again, it's, people people it's like lists. They don't like the words, Timmy. So don't okay. worry about the words.
3: I will I will. Well, I'm going to probably do the top fifty with a narrative, so it, you can be guaranteed by the time I get down to forty. Uh, we could be looking at one and two word uh, narratives. I,
0: I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm serious. Don't spend a lot of time writing stuff because people don't read the words. They look at the list and then they criticize you. That's that's the, that's the <laughs> job we've decided to the careers that we've decided on Tim.
3: <laughs> well, I've already told you about it several times on my headstone. I want he was a rank and file type of guy. <laughs> there you go,
0: <laughs> Timmy. I will uh, see you on Sunday, my friend.
3: Yes, thank you very much for the opportunity to go through the top 100. Great list, Rich. Had a lot of fun with it. And looking forward to the outfielders on Sunday. Be safe. Be well.
0: I don't know. Okay.